Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. What is happening? Dude, I'm sitting here sipping on my homemade sangria. That's so cute. Mm. Oh my god. Sangria. It's refreshing. I'm sure it is. Where's the fruit? Huh? Where's the fruit? Uh, I don't put the fruit in my glass. In the mirror. In the mirror. In the mirror. Is that a reference I'm not getting? Oh, I'm the fruit? Guys don't drink sangria. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do, so... Yeah. Suck it. You're making it manly. The fruit's in the pitcher. I don't I don't deal with the fruit. It's just in there for flavor. Mm-hmm. But depending on what fruit you put in, the first one I made was a white sangria. You said but. And I made it wrong. Mm-hmm. But the apples that I put in soaked up all the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Some good apple chunks, bro. I bet. And on that note, happy recording day. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. And cheers, what are you drinking? Something more manly? Of course. <laughs> are you kidding me? Um, hold on. My uh, Drinking a quadruplet tuplet IPA aged in five different barrels over 12 years. Pretty much. Um, Centennial IPA from Founders. <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Definitely close enough. It's a good one. Solid. Yeah. Out of a can. Man, anyway, my uh, I'm struggling to find that Stella around here again. Dude, you can't get better than that Stella in a can. That's for sure. Um, my AC has been out. Oof. Um, thankfully, it's only 70 degrees right now. Because uh, it's raining today, tomorrow, the next day. It's been cooler, thankfully. But... Um, so the AC will kick on, but it's something wrong with the electrical. The electrical will, um, will, it'll start sending an electrical sig- signal to the big AC unit in the back, right? But then the fan won't come on. So what I did was, or what I started doing, I'm like, why isn't the fan tur- uh, turning, right? So I'm an H- HVAC guy, you know, it's what I do, engineering, and so. I'm like, the fan is supposed to kick on because the compressor is going to be kicking off a lot of heat. And they've got the fins on the outside and all that for heat transfer. It's The fan is supposed to kick on. You gotta be kidding me. Max just woke up. Oh, buddy. Don't wake up. He'll roll over, hopefully, and go back to sleep. 
He's got a pacifier right there he's not using. Oh, life is grand. So, um, so what I did was I turned on the hose and I started the fan, just sprayed the fan and it started going. Um, and that was enough. Just the force of the fan moving was enough for the electrical to kick in. Then it started going. Then what I realized was I really don't need to use a pressure jet from a hose. Literally, all I have to do is just poke it with a stick and it'll start going. So that's what I've been doing the last few days. And then I got a skinny stick. I just poke the fan and then it starts turning. So and then you have AC and then I've got AC until it registers until it clicks off. Yeah, until it gets to the cool point, clicks off, and then I gotta go back outside with a stick. Should set that joker at like sixty-five or something. (laughs) Well, so that's the thing, right? So um, he is just rolling over like crazy, and he's chewing on his sleep sack. Dude, if you gotta go, we can pick this up later. No, he stopped crying, um, and he's gonna fall right back to sleep because he never got a second nap. I'm just going to drink my manly sangria either way. Dude, it's so manly, dude. Your balls are the size of Nantucket. So anyway, I've been I've been manually forcing the AC to go every day for the last week. Going outside, whether it's raining or not. Going outside, poking it with a stick, and uh, getting the fan to turn so that the AC will stay on. And it's been extremely annoying. Well, I at least you're not completely place. out of AC, though. You know what I'm saying? No, but it, it's worst. me. Yeah, but, you know, like when the hot water tank went out, I kept relighting the pilot. Mm-hmm. It was a bad thermocouple. So I kept relighting the, the pilot myself. So I called the warranty company and say, hey, <laughs> hot water tank is out. Come and fix it. They came out, and because I had relit the pilot myself, they're like, your hot water tank is not out. And I'm like, dude, the hot water tank is not working. He said, well, it's working right now. <laughs> and so they left. Called them back again. It's out. Well, you know, before they left the first time, they said, hey, listen, here's a tip. Even though you're handy and you might be able to, you know, jerry-rig it to make it work, it needs to be not working for us to be able to touch it. So when you call us back out, Hmm. make sure it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) I called him back when it was out. Actually, I had the hot water tank going, but they called me a half an hour before they got there. So I turned it off. Sneaky. So the same thing is going to happen with the AC. Now I've learned my lesson, right? I know that I can get it going by poking it with a stick. Insert joke here. When they uh, when they finally show up, I'm gonna make sure that it, the AC is off. And um, and if they say, "Oh, the house feels kind of cool," I'm gonna say, "Yeah, that's none of your business. Check out the AC." <laughs> and when they turn it on, they're gonna see that the uh, that the fan doesn't turn. And so, basically what happens is the AC short cycles. And it'll just keep short cycling. And it'll say, okay, we'll try again in two minutes. And then it'll start the countdown. 
it'll try it again, then that should go on all day, and it'll burn out the electrical. So, anyway, long story short, I've been playing with it and making it work, but um, it definitely needs to be looked at. And so I, I called the the company. They still haven't set an appointment with me to come out yet, which is extremely annoying. But understandable given the fact that it's the middle of summer right now, the end of July, the 1st of August. Um, they probably have more calls than what they know to deal with right now. They're super busy. So... That was a big yawn. Yeah, it was. Well, I hope they uh, can come out soon. Yeah, you and me both, brother. Before the cloudy rain weather goes away and it's like seeing ball sack outside. Right. I want them to come before the um, the compressor completely blows. Because then I won't be able to just poke it with a stick and make it go. <laughs> it's going to be hottest balls. So... I don't want that. I'm too fat and bald to be sitting in the heat. I feel that, although it's been rainy here as well past couple days. Got down to like the high 60s last night. <clears throat> and if it wasn't drizzling, I was going to sit outside and smoke a cigar, but it just kept like drizzling on and off and you know <clears throat> but it's been nice dude cause it's been freaking hot like I I hate the summer anymore <laughs> I just can't right. deal with it right I've become a little poon <laughs> I like it I get it why am I yawning so much I like it dark and cold. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. You got that jungle fever, She's baby. Better. <laughs> so in yeah, other news, um, mm -hmm. have you seen the article and the thing circulating around about Trump trying to take uh, TikTok away from the U.S.? No way. Yeah. That's interesting. Sounds a lot like China. <laughs> He's learning some lessons. Yeah, I haven't really kept up with a whole lot of shit lately again, but I do know there's a lot of peeps getting this COVID now. And I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, most people are living through it, but it's just like, I don't want to get it because I don't want to deal with it. You know? Sure. Which has changed, because I think when all this shit started, it was like, yeah, so I'll get it, and I'll be down for two weeks, and I'll be fine. Which I guess, I sure. mean, if it happens, it happens, but... What's your greatest fear about it, though? Um, I think my greatest is giving it to somebody else. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I know I'm, I'm you know, knock on some wood here. I mean, I'm 99% sure I'm going to, if I get it, I'm going to live, you know. Um, but just, you know, you don't know who you're, you're going to 
give it to and that's the scary thing because i mean i've got friends and family members who like (laughs) if they were to get it i'd be like who the fuck gave it to you (laughs) like where'd you (laughs) first question yep why are you being irresponsible like if you know you got it or you got the symptoms stay your ass at home and quarantine and get through it and get feel better and then you know but like we went out to sam's today we needed a few essentials and uh vodka yeah i also got some whiskey today i don't know i was feeling nice. the whiskey but mm. um yeah anyway that's not why we went i was just being nosy and i'm like you know what? i'm gonna get some stuff yeah anyway there's you know people like oh it's you know mandatory that you wear a mask if you're gonna shop in here and some people don't anyway and what are they going to do? Stop you? Like, there's, mm. you know. <laughs> and then you have the people who wear the mask, but they it's it's below your nose. Like, does it... A respiratory thing, okay? It's going to come in through your nose or your mouth, you idiots. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Like, just don't wear the mask, then. <clears throat> right. I don't know. Well, the mouth is a larger orifice. Yeah. So maybe they're fifty percent protected. I mean, I don't know. I just go. To me, it's like if you're gonna wear the mask, wear the whole mask. <laughs> like, I, I agree, one hundred percent. Or just sure. be like, "Fuck it, I'm not wearing it." Yeah. What are they? They're not gonna kick you out. There's only a few stores that I've heard of that do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know, man. It's just. More and more people be getting it. <clears throat> That's for sure. But yeah. here's what we did. There's a place in uh, Edwardsville. Uh, it's a pizza joint. It's so good. Um, so we called it You in. sold me already on pizza joint. Dude, it's like brick oven pizza. Mm. If you come here, we got to get it. Mm. But anyway, we called in a to-go order, drove there. They do curbside, so one person brings it out. And then we pull over to another um, parking lot and eat it <laughs> right out of the two <laughs> containers. That's not fat at all. And I'm just thinking, like, this is like life now, you know? Rude. Unless you want to brave and go sit inside or... I mean, they had an outside section, and you could tell the tables were six feet or more apart. But still, it's like, you know... I don't know. It's just, it's weird how life is now, you know? And, um, like, sports are starting up. I've been watching, getting alerts about uh, baseball and stuff. Yeah. Um, I know, I think there were some fights. I saw some, I don't know what it was. It was definitely, like, not amateur, but not pro. <clears throat> Um, like two women were fighting and they had like this glass shield around the ring and everyone had masks on and there was only like everyone there was probably I don't know 20 people there and they were all standing apart and it's televised obviously I'm watching it from home but it's just kind of like so different you know and then watching like reruns and just being like oh man remember when we could all go and 
be in the same place. <laughs> right. When life when life was good and fair and clean. And then sure. this is my last thing and I'll shut up. So talking with the wife and it's like, Hey, what do you want to watch tonight? And it's like, Well, none none of our shows are up to date, right? And I was like, No, and they probably are not gonna be for a while because they can't film it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just was like talking about it like, man, that's so freaking crazy. Like, yeah, there's so many things that are different now. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely we have to get used to a new normal. But speaking of shows, Mandalorian 2 is supposed to be released, I believe, in October. And they're already working on season three. Really? And... So me and Micah decided to start watching season one all over again. Just so that it's fresh in our minds for when season two finally drops. Um, I thought you said which three. Is, no, season two is supposed to drop later this year, oh. October, November time frame. So we started watching season one over again so that it's fresh in our minds for when season two drops. Yeah. But they are working on season three very, very slowly, given the fact that, you know, we're in COVID right now. Okay. So season two is pretty much already done. Season two is done. Okay. Yes. Season two is done. They've already done. They're done recording it. Yeah. I think there's still some editing going on right now, but it's set to be released at the end of the year. Well, like we were finishing uh, Blacklist, and the last, the finale of the last season, they had to like animate, I don't know, maybe half of it. Really? Because you know, I'm. If you don't know, like they don't shoot like things sequentially as you're watching it. Right. So they'll have a shoot day, and they'll use the same area. But, yeah. you know, they go back and forth, blah, blah, blah. So they had, like, <clears throat> different clips were already recorded and, like, done. Yeah. And then they had a little disclaimer, like, hey, you know, they're on their phones and it's the cast. And they're like, because of the times we live in, some of this is blah, 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 so bear with us. But we wanted to put it out for you anyway. And it was just, it was, like, weird. Yeah. But, hey, at least we got to finish it, you know. Right. So I I thought they were done filming a couple years ago. Uh, well, not the last season. The last season is new. I'm supposedly. I mean, I think. Or maybe just new to you. Well, no, because I thought the series was done. Well, there might be an eight. I don't know. Wow. But so I started watching Blacklist with the wife, and then she cheated on me and was watching ahead without me because I can't like I can't consistently watch TV for days <laughs> I need a break she doesn't um, so she started cheating on me and so I I just stopped watching I just lost interest because she was a few episodes ahead of me same thing happened with Scandal I was I was deep into Scandal I love that show I was really enjoying it but then one. she started watching ahead of me with uh, Kerry Washington. Ugh. So rude. So I 
I just let her go. Just go ahead, keep watching it, because I don't know the next time I'm going to be interested in it again. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, you yeah. should pick up Blacklist again, man. I'd have to start from the from the beginning because it's been it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a, a few years at least since I saw an episode. Oh wow! So same thing with Scandal. So like, I might dip in and watch a show or two with her. Um, but I'm completely lost because she's several or a couple seasons, you know, away from the last one that I saw. Yeah. So, and you would think that with COVID, I'd be willing to watch more, you know, television, but I just haven't been, it just hasn't really interested me. So as far as I'm concerned, there's too much shit to do. You know, I, I've talked about already how the wife's got me painting. <laughs> you know, so when I'm done painting, I'm not really interested in sitting down and watching a, you know, a crime drama. It's just not going to do anything for me. I'll pop a podcast in my ears and maybe cook something for dinner and then I'm done. You know, my entertainment these days are podcasts. Really? You know, <clears throat> more than watching something on tv so i've definitely i used to listen to way more podcasts pre-covid <laughs> sure and now i'm learning Fortnite, trying to play call of duty but i die within two minutes of starting the game yeah you and me both but you know my newest thing is craft cocktails and cooking like, I can sit down and binge watch cooking shows and just, like, <laughs> figure out recipes and then, like, go to the store and then want to make it, you know? And, dude, it's really fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. It can get, it can get pricey. Sure. But I think I'm learning if you maybe plan, like, what ingredients yep. and then you figure out other recipes that use the same ingredients then you can not yep. waste and you know yep but yeah dude I made some bomb steaks that I was telling you about the other day oh Oof. oh and I made this uh chicken asparagus lasagna oh my god did I snap that to you yes you did both you oh. and Brooklyn did it was dude it looked amazing probably the most tasty thing I've ever made. Wow. Which I can't take credit. I mean, there was a recipe. So it's not like I came up with it, but damn, it was so good. But I'm not, you know, we don't have sponsors, but I'm totally all about shouting out these people. If you go to tastemade.com Oh, man. There's just recipes. They have a so when we got our new TV, Samsung has its own little, you know, uh, TV channel thing. And they have a channel called Tastemade. And okay. that's where I found them out. And then I went on their website and I'm like, damn, dude, I want to try some of this. Yeah. And I'm just, like, if I can do it and I have no cooking experience whatsoever, anyone can do it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm with you there. So... You're you're getting hip to it, but 
I have been obsessed with food porn for years now. Yeah, you're way ahead of me. And I do majority of the cooking in the house, and that's no knock on my wife before we start getting hate comments. (laughs) She just hates cooking, and I happen to love cooking. And so I don't I don't feel any certain kind of way about it. That being said, I do most of my cooking on the grill yeah. because I'm obsessed with that charcoal wood flavor. Um, and it, since I'm doing the cooking, <laughs> I don't really care anybody else's opinion. <laughs> I like to grill. Um, but, I mean, there's been plenty of days where I've cooked you know, bake something in the oven or whatever. And she does her stuff too. Like she finds a nice recipe that she really wants to try. She'll cook it and it turns out good, whatever. Um, I absolutely love cooking. And I've been watching this guy on Facebook. Um, I can't even tell you his name right now, but he's French. Maybe I can look it up oh, real quick. Oui, oui. <laughs> Right? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um, <laughs> wee oui, wee. Oui. So I, I watch, uh, his name is Jacques Pepin. Jacques Pepin. Well, however you pronounce it in French. Um, I've been like super binging his videos. I don't even know, I don't know if the guy's still alive and his kids are putting this stuff on YouTube. Or Facebook, but I remember seeing him as a kid, watching him on TV, like the news, they'd have a spot, and he'll come in and he'll cook a quick dish or whatever. Or, you know, he'd be on something else, whatever. He's always on cooking shows. He's like one of the pioneers of cooking on television. Before Emeril and Iron Chef Bobby Flay, before all these guys uh chef bobby this guy that's on in detroit chef bobby awesome guy always on the news cooking up something before all those guys this guy pippin or pepin papin pepin however you say his name whatever the guy is old he's got like polio on his left arm he can barely lift his left arm but he does some weird shit and it's all from his home kitchen. And he's like, yeah, you know, we've got leftover bread from a few days ago. It's almost stale. We're going to make French toast today. And it's like, yes, show me how you make <laughs> <laughs> French toast out of stale bread. I am so interested. Uh, you know, stuff like that. He's like, oh, you know, last night I had a small amount of bourbon. I've got a little bit left over in the bottle. I'm going to show you how to make a meal with this bourbon. And he just throws it together and it's like, dude, uses a food processor, chopper, blah, blah, blah. He does all this cool stuff. And it's inspirational to me. Yeah. So it's funny. I I get up with Max and I'll, you know, um, the wife is doing her thing. I'll bring him downstairs, put him in his high chair. After he's played a little bit, I'll put him in his high chair, start feeding him Cheerios, because high chair means Cheerios. <laughs> you know, for those who have kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You got to start him off with something he loves. He loves Cheerios. We'll start him off with that. 
then I'll turn on YouTube and I'll be <laughs> watching something about a new way to make ribs or a new way to make brisket or a new way to make pork butt, whatever. I love it, man. I saw a, a recipe the other day for um, <clears throat> basting your brisket. Basting? Yeah. Like in a what do you mean? cast what do you iron mean? and then you fill it up with liquid like halfway and leave the meat exposed the other half and then you bake it in the oven. A brisket in the oven? Yeah. Sacrilege. And it was like so tender and juicy when it was done. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <clears throat> if you put anything in a cast iron first and then throw it in the oven, it's going to be amazing. No doubt about it. But for me, a brisket needs to be smoked very long, low, and slow. And I think most barbecue connoisseurs would agree with me. Oh, yeah. Nice and juicy with a good bark, low and slow. It's the only piece of meat, beef, besides a chuck roast, which is considered a poor man's brisket. Um, it's one of the only cuts of meat that you would cook low and slow on a grill and be totally happy with it I mean most people when they cook beef they want it medium, medium rare or something like that still bloody right but with a brisket you want to take it to tenderness to where it's like cutting like butter like hot butter <laughs> or room, room temperature butter with a nice bark on it oh well this was uh done on a show where it's like easy ways if you don't have you know like if you can't smoke it if you can't smoke it sure know. but yeah I mean obviously <clears throat> smoking it would be the way to go but for me I don't have a smoker or an outside grill at the moment so when I saw that I was like huh I might try that but yeah I don't know man cooking's like becoming a thing for me now I really enjoy it. And I think it's interesting, like, the science behind it. And, like, when you watch a good cook and they're explaining stuff and they're, like, it's a why you pair this with that. It's, sure. like, a molecular level and it's, like, no shit, man. Who would have thought there's, like, fucking science in, like, making a oh, yeah. chicken meal with, like, <laughs> this yeah. salad that pairs well with this other thing. Sure. <clears throat> I would argue that as soon as you start introducing heat to anything, science is involved. But that's me just being a complete nerd. Which is fine. Right? It's totally fine. I guess. You have to cook to temperature. <laughs> or you cook to tenderness. Yeah. Dude, I can nerd out about food all day long, so you might want to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually hungry thinking about what pizza I want to order in and get delivered. The wife is away tonight. Max is asleep. We're recording. I'm going to play Fortnite after we're done recording. Fortnite. Nothing would be better than a pizza on recording day. It's true. Yeah, nothing would be better. There's something else I wanted to talk about, but it escapes me now. 
then I'll go. So my sister came in town this weekend from Phoenix, out of the blue. And um, so my parents live in my old house. So she's, she sends me a text message the day before she flies in and says, Hey, I'm coming in town. Um, she said, <laughs> she said, I'm coming in town. Just in case you come, you see a car in a driveway, don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> don't so, make me go pop the trunk. Yellow and wood. believe me, I'm, you know I'm so glad she gave me a warning because, you know, I have my days that I go over there. I don't go over there every single day and check on the house. But I have my days that I go on there, over there, you know, a few times a week to get the mail, pay bills, do whatever. Have some peace and quiet. <laughs> I did not say that. I said it for you. Indeed. So, uh, you know, uh, if I go there and I see a, a freaking car in the driveway, especially like, you know, I mean, we grew up the same. So she pulls up and she opens the gate, pulls her rental car behind the gate. <laughs> you know, and goes in. And and had I showed up on a Friday, a Friday afternoon, and saw a vehicle behind the gate, if I didn't have my gun on me, I would go home and grab my gun. <clears throat> and I would come back to the house. Like, what the heck is going on? I would have been surprised. I would have walked into the house and probably shot the first thing that moved. <laughs> So she's smart paranoid? in doing so. No, I'm not paranoid. It's just <clears throat> I'm the black Daniel Boone. So if there's uh, you know, people at 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 my house that aren't supposed to be there, I would be concerned. I I'd, I'd shoot oh, yeah. before I call the cops. Honestly, to be honest with you, I'd shoot before I call the cops. So um, I'm glad she she did, you know, warn me that she was coming in. I had no idea. So I hung out with my sister today and um, brought her a bottle of tequila. Tequila. And we just sat down at the kitchen table and smoked and drank and just had a good time. Good conversation. And just caught up, you know. We don't talk every day, so, you know, we just caught up and had some fun. Word. Um... It's really good to have her back. She just Detroit. here for the weekend. Yeah, she's just here for the weekend. So it's good to have her back in Detroit. And of course, you know, uh, we can't spend every second together. She's, you know, seeing old friends and people and doing whatever she's doing. So she's got her own life, and that's good. Uh, but I, I'm glad I got a chance to to spend some time with her today, and hopefully again tomorrow. Uh, we'll have some time. She doesn't leave until Monday, so it'll be good. I'll have some fun with her. But I got up this morning, cut the grass before the rain hit, and then had to fix the wife's car because um, her rear lift gate wasn't opening. Apparently, there's a the because of the sunroof 
her car is taken in water and then it drips all the way down to the rear lift gate down into the spare tire well it fills up with water and shorts out the lift gate control module and then she can't lift up the gate it's pretty annoying so I fixed that this morning and I was so glad that it went it was super painless I did a bunch of research on it you know I know the car I've worked on the car um, I was able to do it but I swear to God dude I felt like uh, one of those guys on the Survivor show <laughs> that gets a fish after a week of not eating anything except for roots and mushrooms <laughs> I'm yelling I'm, I'm literally yelling who's the fucking man I'm the fucking man thank you Jesus Thank you, God. It works. <laughs> it's just so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> I'm literally yelling in my backyard. Thank you, Jesus. It works. The lift gate opens. Hey, man. That's how I feel if I can put the wiper blades on right. Because <laughs> they're not like they used to be. No. You buy those Rainex ones or the Bosch ones. And yeah. they have like fifteen freaking adapters and it's like, what the fuck is this for? Sure. And then sometimes they like don't just slide in, you have to like manhandle them, but then you're like if you're like me and you're super buff and got big <laughs> arms, they're like, Oh my god, I'm gonna break it, brother. <laughs> but then you find out no, it needs to be rough, and then it pops in and you're like, I just fucking spent twenty minutes trying to daintily put this on and not be like an asshole to the thing and then yeah. as soon as I'm like fuck it ram it in there it's like click <laughs> yeah it clicks it works it's like damn dude wipers used to just you lift them you pop the thing it comes off sure sure well yeah but now you know everybody's gotten into the game so you got universal pieces that work for, uh, work with every vehicle right so yeah, but you never know which one's yours. Right. You don't know. Because it doesn't tell you. <laughs> It'd be nice if they numbered them. Like, so you got six different adapters. You say it works for ABCD, number one. Number two works for EFG. You know, number three, blah, 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 you know. And then... It would be nice. It's not intuitive at all. Like the Prius, the back, the rear uh, window wiper... It's like a specific wiper just yeah. for the Prius. So if you go buy like a 10 inch, any other brand, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> well, I didn't right. know that. I had to return three motherfucking blades before I was like, can you tell me which one actually fits this damn car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. I'm not. That's the way it works, brother. Not a car guy either, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. I make it harder on myself than I should. I am a car guy, and I still screw it up just like that. I do the same thing. God, it was something that I did. Some Oh, I remember. So I was uh, replacing the... So when we bought this house, there was a sliding... 
or a folding uh, a bifold door that went from the kitchen to the basement. <laughs> I right? remember this door. So we had a uh, we hosted Easter one year, and one of the kids, somebody's kid, pulled the door just weighed hard and pulled it right off the track and then it just wasn't working right from that point on and so I, I adjusted stuff and tightened it up just trying to save the door it, the door wasn't damaged at all it was just old so I kept fixing it over and over again finally I got so fucking sick of it I just tore the door down just said fuck it so there's there will be no door from the kitchen to the to the fucking uh, half bath into the basement. Fine, there's no door. I guess there's still a bathroom door on the half bath. Well, it actually makes the kitchen feel a little more open. It does. And then Max was born. <laughs> and so Max is born. Several months go by. You know he he's not crawling, and then he started crawling. And it's like, oh, shit. I was luckily there for that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. I need to put a door in. So he doesn't fall down the stairs, break his neck, and then we have to, (laughs) you know, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. The nightmare, right? So I run to Lowell's, and I'm like, you know, 48 inches or, or 42 inches standard door whatever I grab a door I grab a bifold door I'm like okay they all say closet doors but whatever I still need a bifold door so I buy the door and it's humongous for the spot (laughs) I bring it home right before I open up the package I'm like you know what this ain't gonna fucking work this is huge I measure the door find out (laughs) that I had the door. I bought a door that was way too big for the spot. And then I kicked myself all the way back to the door. Or all the way back to the store. I'm cussing myself out. You piece of shit. You're better than this. You're a fucking engineer. Why didn't you fucking measure the door before you went and bought a new door? You fucking idiot. I'm like <laughs> literally berating myself all the way to the store. Yeah. Pissing, fuming, mad. I go return the fucking thing and go by the right door, which was the same cost, by the way. Like, they were all the same price. Huh. Um, for less of a door. For less of a door. All <clears throat> the same price. So I bring it home, and then I, I install it. Install the door. is opening and closing perfectly. It's noisy, though. Like, Wife comes home, and she's like, that door is really noisy. You should probably spray it with some WD-40. And I'm like, fuck you. Get the fuck. You know? <laughs> the fuck. What do you know? You know, in my head, I'm just going off on her after I've gone off on myself for a good hour. And I go to install the hardware and um, the, the handle for the door. So I drill a hole. I put the handle on. I open it and close it. It's super noisy, super loud. And... Um, but it was, I installed the handle in the wrong spot. So the door wasn't opening the way it should. Look at me, Mr. Engineer, which used to be my, my Twitter handle. I'm off of Twitter now. Uh, my personal Twitter is gone. 
but my original Twitter handle was Mr. Engineer. So <laughs> that goes to show you how much of a fucking nerd I am. Uh, so I, I look at the picture. The handle isn't where I put it. In the picture, the handle was way over to the left so that you could actually open and close the door with the handle and, you know, and not have any problems. So I'm like, fuck me. So here I go. I'm grabbing some putty and some wood glue and fucking, um, what did I use? I used some, um, whiteout because it's a white door. <laughs> <laughs> so I use whiteout to cover up the holes once I put in the wood glue and a little bit of putty to just kind of like con- hide the hole that mm-hmm. I put in there in the wrong spot. I drilled the hole the second time in the right spot and then I drilled in the handle. But I, for some fucking reason, I don't know, I just wasn't paying attention. The second time I put the screw in, I put it in too tight and it went through the handle. So in the center of the fucking handle. Were you drunk? Why no, I wasn't drunk. This? I was just angry. That's all. I was just angry and out of focus. Yeah. So I, I screwed in the screw way too far. I'd started indenting the back of the door because I just wanted it to be tight for some dumbass reason. And the screw ends up going through the handle. So I ended up backing out the screw and having to put more putty and use more wide out. <laughs> fucking changed my mistakes. And unless I, you know, if I never told you, you never would have known, right? But if you come to my house now and you look at the fucking door and you really concentrate on it, you'll see. You'll find it. Yeah, it's a little discolored. You know, you can see some glue marks or whatever. You know, I did the best that I could, but I was so angry with myself because had I just measured the first time, it would have been all right. I wouldn't have had to do a second trip. And then had I paid attention to the actual instructions because I'm su- such a a cocky prick thinking that I know it all, I uh, I didn't use the instructions and I just installed the door because to me it's simple. That's just a guy thing though. Yeah, maybe it is. I've done that. But I before. think it just it goes to another level, you know, <clears throat> when you're like, Oh, this is how it's supposed to go, you know. Like my dad used to work for Stanley Door Systems. He made and installed doors. He knows what he's doing. I learned from him. A door is a door. It's easy to put in a door anywhere, outside, inside, whatever. It's a fucking door. It's just wood. Put it in. What do you mean you need instructions, you little pussy? (laughs) (laughs) Three mistakes later. (laughs) God, I was so mad. At the end of the day, I was so angry. Oh, my. And seriously, no alcohol, no cigars in between, nothing. I was so angry with myself <laughs> that I fucked it up that bad. So, yeah. I have a similar story when we were hanging our TV in our 
house. <clears throat> I think Brooke was like, here's the directions. Do you need them? And I was like, no, I get it. Screw, screw. There you go. Sure. Find the stud. Yeah. yeah. Well. Easy. Oh, my God, dude. I was so freaking pissed. And I was I could not understand. Like, I'm, I'm using this drill to, like, you know, get the screw in. And it's just not budging. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Had to drill, like, two or maybe three different holes and start over. <laughs> and then um, she's like... I think she was like, you should just read the directions. And I'm like, fuck the directions. You know, <laughs> sure enough, I do. And it's like, you have to hand tighten this screw. You can't use a drill. And I'm like, motherfucker. And at that right. point, you know, you're just pissed at yourself because you're like, your pride took a blow. And you're like, why was I that stupid? Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, what do you do, though, you know? It's kind of like being a Christian. It is. I, I, honestly, I was just about to take it there. You know, the bottom line is that the 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 um, the baseline of the conversation is just pride, right? It's like, I should know how to do this, therefore I'm just going to do it based on my experience and how it's supposed to go. Um. But life just doesn't go that way, right? Sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need to read the instructions. Sometimes, and and I used to be the guy Basic who be instructions before leaving Earth. Right. Uh, I used to be the guy who would read all the instructions before I actually even took the shit out of the packaging. You know, I would read all the instructions top to bottom so that I know a general sense of how it's supposed to go. Because I'm a mechanical, dude. It's, it's what I do for a living. I put, I put shit together. I design shit in concept and space. Concept space. And, you know, in math, I'm able to say this is the way it needs to go together. Therefore, I don't need to look at a fucking blueprint. Like, it is what it is. This is how it's supposed to go. And I echoed in my kitchen. That was awesome. That is awesome. I feel you. Anymore, I try and just read. Because you're going to save time and, you know, was it hurt? I know, but pride kicks in, bro. Pride really kicks in. And it's like, what do you do with it? You got to have a little bit of humility and a little bit of patience to, uh, look at things in a different light um so yeah it's rough bro yeah, I, I, I had a buddy life. years ago who said that pride sandwiches are not that very filling <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm sure that everybody listening can get that point yeah you know without saying it like you, you're gonna get zero fulfillment with your pride but if you're willing to take your time and actually confer with other people that might be a little bit smarter than you recognize that you're not the smartest person in the room all the time sometimes you might be but not all the time um 
you might be better off. There's a possibility because pride sandwiches are not that very filling. They're just not. Yeah. You, you know. I mean, not. I think that's one thing. You know, we've we've gone pretty hard against American church. Yeah. On this podcast, not lately because of COVID and all the other shit and you know. Sure. But <clears throat> one thing I definitely I definitely agree with one because it's in the Bible and two because I think it's just no matter what you're talking about the principle is veritas it's absolutely true right and that's having like I mean some people say elders old people wise people whatever you want to call them but like people who are older than you you know, who have experienced more than you, who can tell you things and explain things and give you, you know, advice. And even if it's wrong, like just, hey, this is what I lived through and this is what I did and this was the outcome. Maybe you can learn from that. Like, if we don't have that, I think life's probably a little bit more challenging, whether you realize it or not. So, like, I don't know. Like, I get, like, you know, I grew up in churches and there was always elders, right? Yeah. And I never understood what the fuck elders did. (laughs) (laughs) And then I realized, oh, they're on boards that talk finances and what they should do with this amount of money and where we should allocate that amount of money and if we should rebuild or if we should yeah whatever and um i don't know that that part of church to me makes sense because to me it's not just church it's just the principle of you gotta have i don't want to say mentors but you gotta have you know older people like who've been there who are wiser i don't know like we, we I agree. need to have those people around us, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, not I, constantly, but sure. But to your point, I think that's why a president has a cabinet, yeah. <laughs> whether he listens to them or or not. Mm-hmm. That's why a president has a cabinet, or whether they're giving him the right wisdom. <laughs> sure, not, sure. You know, but it, at least it's something to to go off of. You know what I mean? I agree. And I think that's why marriage is so good, right? That's why marriage works the way it works or should work. Um, I disagree. Nah. <laughs> what I say goes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the fact is is that, uh, you know, the other day I, I'm talking with a wife and I said, you know, you know, uh, this and this happened and your mom says this. And she's like, oh, I think you're taking that the wrong way I'm like no I saw her body language I heard what she said blah 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 I know sarcasm when I hear it and she's like no here's the <laughs> truth blah 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 and, and, and she was so graceful dude she was so graceful she was so gracious in, in, in her correction of me I walked out of the room you know because I didn't agree with her I'm like fuck you you're wrong whatever I didn't say that but in my head, I was thinking it. Sure. And uh, I walked out of the room. 
I think I went to brush my teeth or whatever. And I came back and I was like, I'm going to go fuck up this door while I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, you know what, babe? There's a possibility that I'm wrong right now. You know, there is a strong possibility that I'm wrong God, and that, that you're sucks. right. And I, and I said to her, I said, I, and it's something that, that I've been saying for a while now. I said, uh, you know, with my viewpoint, my viewpoint only strengthens my ability to be offended. Your viewpoint eliminates my offense and gives me peace. Or at least disarms it. Yeah, absolutely. If not completely eliminating it, you know. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? All pride aside, because my pride is saying, you're right. She's a this and that. That's what my pride says. But I looked at her and I said, you know what? I don't know that what you're saying is true. I don't know that what I'm saying is true. But I would rather side with your truth because your truth means I don't actually have to carry around any offense. I don't have to be offended. Your truth means that, you know, yeah, I'm wrong in, in my viewpoint, but that's okay. I actually don't have to be offended. I don't have to feel the way that I feel. Therefore, I'm going to accept your truth and I will reinforce your truth. And I'll drop it. You know, it takes a lot, man. Fucking pride, man. It, it just, it, it rears this ugly head up so quickly and so nastily. And if you're not careful, dude, it's just, it will overtake you and, and, um, and feed so much negativity. Like, I view pride as an island. You know, uh, you're the one that's right. You're the only one that's right. Everybody else is wrong. Fuck everybody else. They can all eat a bag of dicks. And, um, and I'm alone. And I've lived long enough to understand that being alone is not all that it's cracked up to be. You know, yeah. being alone is not comfort there's no comfort in being alone there's no you know you just well, there try is, being but it's false it is false it's all like, try a, being, it's all a, it's all a charade it is case in point i've been watching this show called alone and it's uh it's on uh netflix or prime prime right now yeah it's a great show it is it's an incredible show try and it's watch a, that one it's a survival show, and I love all the survival shows because they... Oh, is it like Naked and Afraid or something? But it's they're better. just alone? It's better than Naked and Afraid. Oh, it's more, shit. It's more realistic Babe, because they actually... we gotta watch alone later. Yeah, it, they actually have uh, gear with them. We gotta watch alone. Them. Okay. Sorry, this is COVID <laughs> life, bro. I'm in the it's kitchen, she's in the living yeah. room. We're, we are literally recording right now. You're yelling to your wife. Oh, it's naked her. and afraid, but better, supposedly. It's 100% better. 100% better, Hizzle says. Listen, we were naked and afraid, hooked. 
And then they got a little crazy with the XL and the teams yeah. and then the quadruple yeah. team, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So alone is better because you actually get dropped off with all of your gear. So they give you 20 items to choose from, but you can only pick 10. And then you go to wherever they send you, and you have to live there for as long as you can. Ten people live there as long as you can. The last one, the last survivor, gets five hundred thousand dollars. So it starts out with ten people. It starts off with ten people. So you ain't alone. No. So uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I get no, it. No, no, you, you're not together. You are literally oh, like several miles parts. apart. Yeah. yeah, you're several miles apart from each other, all on, in the same area, and you can't get to each other at all. Mm, There's no way to get thing. to each other. So anyway, my point is is that one thing that they all kind of talk about the entire series, all the people, everybody that's done it. They've all said the hardest part of being here is not surviving. It's not being able to see another person. It's not being able to hug somebody or embrace someone that you love or connect with someone else. All you have is this stupid camera that's in front of you. And so I, I, look, at, I look at that and I'm just correlating the pride thing. So pride isolates you. Pride puts you in a place where you're the only one that's right and everybody else is wrong. And it's a very alone place to be. And the longer you hang on to it, eventually you're going to realize that in order for you to be able to actually have an intimate relationship with someone else, you're going to have to concede in some places. You're going to have to um, realize that um, you have to realize your own faults and shortcomings and the lack of your perfection and your absolute need for other people. And that, I, I think that lesson just like transcends so many different things. Like you can't survive alone. You can't live alone. You can't, you know, they, they say that people that actually live alone die 25% earlier on the timeline or 26% they have a 25 or 26 percent shorter lifespan that's before covid that's before covid for sure <laughs> so at least they ain't spreading it all that to say you know <laughs> i i uh i i hate that the pride rises up in me the way that it does when it comes down to stuff like that i do too man you're a shitty human i you know yeah believe me dude, if you could be like me i mean <laughs> dude i've said that in the mirror Speaking many times of pride i'm shaving my head you know and i'm like fuck why can't i be more like sean um it, it just is what it is man it, it it destroys you and it destroys relationships that you have yeah it's all pride you know it can even be argued that pride is the original sin right because very much so Adam, Adam and Eve in the garden the, the original temptation was you can be like God 
That was the original temptation. You can be like God. You can know <clears throat> the difference between good and evil. Yeah, but that was just Eve. <laughs> and that's where the pride of man crept in. <laughs> if she if she wouldn't have eaten that fucking fruit, we'd all be in paradise still to this day. The fucking women. Her pride of wanting it and his pride of saying it's her fault. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Not me, God. I'm the first one you made. Right. I would have still, never. <laughs> still, right. Still eliminating himself from the problem, right? Uh, but, yeah, man, pride's a dick, dude. It's terrible. Yeah, and it manifests so many different ways, too, you know? It does. But you know, I'll tell you this, though. So, watching that show alone. I strongly suggest that you watch it. If you if you get Prime, start from episode one. I think there's only three seasons that they have the rights to show. Like I watched the last season. Like season eight. And then I went back and watched season one and season two on Prime. Um, to me, and this is not a pride thing. This is a... Uh, this is a brokenness thing within me. When these guys, these grown-ass men, who are surviving for 30 or 60 or 90 days in the wilderness by themselves, when they start breaking down and crying, and crying out to God, God, please give me a fish. I am laughing my ass off. And I'm... <laughs> You fucking pussy. What are you talking Why are you crying right now? Oh, you miss your mommy. Oh, you miss your wife. As you're sitting in your... Once you poke it with a stick, air-conditioned filled room. Sure, sipping your sure, bourbon. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> that's just me being a dick, though. That That's all. That's just me being a dick. But I'm like... It, it, it makes me laugh. Because so, everybody... All 10 contestants, they get out there and they're like, yeah, I'm the baddest motherfucker in the world. I can do this shit. Yeah. And then like 30 days in, they're like, and and that's why I say it's better than naked and afraid because all they have to do is 21 days. Wilson. (laughs) Dude. And and then you kind of like fall in love with the contestants as the weak people fall off, like the first five fall off and you're down to the last five. It's like, dude, who's going to win the 500000 I really like this guy. Oh, God, I'm in love with this guy's personality. And you just go back and forth, back and forth. And then they, like, give their bullshit reasons why they tap out. You know, it's like, oh, you know what? I think I've done all that there is to do here on this island. I just really miss my wife and my kids. I'm going to tap out. It's like, uh, wait. You're finding food. You've got clean water. Okay, you can't take a shower or brush your teeth. Fine. You're tapping out because you miss your wife and kids. You're a pussy. But this other guy here, he's saying, I've got to stay here because this 500000 is going to change my life. And I want to do this for my wife and for my kids. And then, you know... All their gear gets wet. 
or their shelter burns down or something like that. And it's like, I, I can't survive without a shelter, without fire, you know, or they lose their fire stick or whatever. It's like, okay, that's a reason to tap out. Well, you're tapping out because you're um, emotionally distraught and you miss your you miss your wife and kids. Okay. Everybody's going to get over it with $500,000 in the bank. That's the crazy part, though, and probably the best part about shows like that is seeing it's like real life experimentation of like what your psyche and your emotions in separate people can handle and when you reach your breaking for sure. point for sure and what you think your breaking point actually is because i i thoroughly believe and this is me probably being naive but i think just in my opinion People can do way more than they ever thought they could, yep. given the certain circumstances. But if you yep. have an out, 9.9 times out of 10, you're going to take the out. Yep. It might just take some time, but you're going to take the out. But if and you that's were what forced not to, mm-hmm. what could you do? Right. That's so, why so the there fucking was, Marines are badass motherfuckers. Exactly. The Marines, the <laughs> Rangers. Absolutely. All the them special people. forces. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was, there was this guy. I love this guy. He was a former military guy. And he has a uh, he has a nonprofit organization where he teaches wilderness survival to veterans. And, um, you know, extra stuff. You hear that? I can hear the music, yeah. Um, He got to day 22 and was like, you know what? 22 um, veterans commit suicide a day. Hmm. Said, so on day 22, I'm going to climb this mountain. And, And I think on day 23, he ended up tapping. Because he was just like, all right, I, I did everything that, that, that I feel like I came here to do. And I just wanted to be an ins- inspiration. And then he tapped. You know, and, and I'm fine with that. But with the people that are like, I'm going to tap because, you know, I miss my wife and kids. I'm just like, dude, that is no reason to fucking tap, dude. There was a guy who was an ex-military who tapped on the first day after being there for six hours. He tapped after being there for six hours because he was like, uh, you know, beforehand that, you know, they show the backstory, meet their families and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, I'm doing this for all my little cousins and my little, you know, my family that look up to me, you know, I'm a military vet and blah, blah, blah. I'm not scared of nothing, you know, let a bear come up you better pray for the bear not for me because i'm gonna whoop the bear's ass like he's talking big shit right yeah then he gets there and he's like oh this shit is real i'm out here by myself i've never been here before and the first bear that walks by he's like oh shit these are bear tracks oh that's bear scat i can't be here i'm gonna die and then he tapped and i'm like you fucking pussy. You lasted six hours? Are you kidding me? You couldn't <laughs> even set up a shelter to... Trash. Dude, I was so pissed. I'm like, 
why did this guy even get on the show, dude? This is season two. Why do? You, why would you even do this? Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to do it. I would love to do it if I had the skills. Like if, uh, these these people have the skills. If uh, my back wasn't fucked, I'd probably be a little more inclined. But even dude, then, I don't know, man. Like not I've being watched, able to shave. Well, not not even that. Just the bug thing for me. I do not like bugs. Mm. And mosquitoes and ants, I just don't do. And yeah, you they see, don't drop like, you off with bug People out in the Amazon with those biting ants, and they're just all, like, in these little colonies. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm yep. out. You need to, yep. you can put a fucking helicopter above me and I'll climb the ladder. You get me out of this shit. Dude, there was a woman that lasted 60 days, and she had MS, and you had, like, f- five or six guys that tapped before her. Yeah. She's got MS, and she's out there surviving for 60 days. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? You've got zero physical ailments. This woman has MS, and she's out here for two months before tapping. Now, she tapped, you know, saying that I've I can survive here forever. Like, I've proved it. It's not an issue. I just miss my kids. Like, she went out there and she had a kid that was under... A baby that was under a year old. She probably never should have went out there in the first place. Hmm. But... She went out anyway. And outlasted all these guys... That were strong and muscular and had these careers that... You know, was all about the wild and all these skills and blah, blah, blah. She outlasted them all. She was like one of the last four contestants out of ten. And I really hoped that she would win, but she didn't. Because she tapped. Yeah. Still it was more crazy, power to her. Man. It's a really good show, bro. You gotta watch it. It's really good. I straight up binged it. Like sitting on the toilet on a nice Mondo Duke. I was watching that show. Sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Brooks in the other room and she did the click. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do. That big lady, she's like sitting on the toilet. Yep, sitting on the toilet. <laughs> yep. All right, man, let's wrap this up. You got TikTok. Fortnite. <clears throat> yep. TikTok. She was on TikTok. Right? Oh, that's where it was from. Yeah, I think that's where it was I from. I saw it on Facebook, I think. Yeah, maybe, but I think it's it started on TikTok. Shit. Hey, enjoy TikTok before Trump takes it away. You better. And also drink some bleach while you're at it. It uh, helps kill the virus. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead. Well, thanks for listening. Um... We really hope you guys who are listening enjoy us just ramble and catch up and, you know, this is COVID life right now, so podcast is kind of slightly different, but it's whatever, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we definitely appreciate, dude, we've got so many people listening worldwide. It's pretty pretty legit. Um, 50 countries we looked at. Yeah. 50 different countries people are hearing us, so can't shout them all out or i could but that would take too long but you know who you are so shout out to all the peeps 
who'll be listening. If you want to get involved in the convo, you can head over to our website, which is unchurchedpodcast.show. Um, you can find us wherever you're listening right now. Go ahead and like, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating. Uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. Anything below a five-star rating, we're still going to love you, and maybe we'll talk about you. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Definitely, when we're done recording, we're going to talk about you. If you got any questions, or if you want to be on an episode, um, we haven't done an interview. Well, we have done an interview recently. But anyway, yeah. we're always looking to have more com- conversations with peeps on the podcast. So just email us at unchurched, or no, sorry, at info at unchurchedpodcast.show. And uh, stay safe, wear your mask. If it's below your nose, take the fucking thing off and stay home. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we love you a long time. So long. Peace. Peace.